After being tired of spinning my wheels for many years, looking for answers in places I had no business looking, controlling and fixing everything so that I can fit in and be accepted, I realized that I had this power inside of me that I had not tapped into. This power that helps me surrender to God, trust the path that He created for me, and accept the person that He created me to be. It was at this point that I truly started to live with consciousness, and I received the calling to bring the same joy and revelation to other people. This is the God Factor Podcast. Hello, my beautiful people. Hello, my beautiful armies and soldiers of God. It's your girl, Abiola Nokonjola, and you are welcome back to the God Factor Podcast where we have real, raw, and relatable conversations on what it looks like to have a personal and one-on-one relationship with God. How are you doing? (laughs) Um, How are you doing? How's everything going? Um, How are you holding up? Um, Obviously, there's a lot going on in the world right now. Um, I just wanted to, you know, take this time and just send out a uh, a message of um, peace, um, just to let you know that this too shall pass and um, everything will be fine and um, regardless of whatever your new normal looks like for you, whatever part of the world that you're living in, everything's going to be fine and um, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Just take it one day at a time. Um, also, I wanted to say thank you. Um, if you're listening to this for the first time, thank you kindly. Thank you so much for tuning in and if you're a repeat listener thank you very much for coming back and for taking out the time to listen i really do appreciate everything um today um i wanted to talk about um the grace of understanding and um i'm gonna go into a backstory uh so i was having a conversation with one of my sisters probably about a week or two ago we're having a conversation and she was telling me about a conversation that she had had with a friend And basically, um, that friend was talking to her about um, her uh, relationship with her father and how that transcends into she picking, how she picks men or the kind of decisions, how her decision-making process when it comes to picking men today. And, you know, it struck a nerve because obviously, like, we're from the same um (laughs) we're from the same um what's it called um same background or whatever the case is we're family we're blood sisters same mother same father so obviously struck a nerve and um i remember going into a conversation with her and telling her that um yeah how you experience your parents definitely plays a role in how you um, make decisions as you grow older i'm a huge believer that um your environment that you're born in and all that good stuff definitely plays a role in how you make decisions and um, this is why we talk about learning and unlearning if you learn something and um, you don't make a conscious effort to unlearn those things and replace those habits with ones that you want to um, that you'd rather that you'd prefer um, subconsciously you pick up on those um, you you start to act like whatever it is that you were brought up in if that makes sense so your environment your family your circle definitely plays a huge role in how you 
make decisions financially, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And that's why when you grow older, when you go out into the world, you tend to see what other people are doing differently. And sometimes you tend to pick up on things that other people do, which might be different from things that you did or things that you were taught. And it's at that point where the process of unlearning starts and you start to learn new habits. Again, just to um, fit into the person that you're growing into. So um, uh, just a little backstory here. Um, based off of my own experience with my own father, um, first off, I had to explain to my sister because my sister, well, she didn't think that the relationship, the kind of relationship or, yeah, the kind of relationship that she had with our dad, she didn't think that that, um, that made had any impact as to the kind of men that she was picking today or the decision process she was making when it comes to picking men. And that is something that I have, that I had known a while back. That is something that became very um, profound for me. Um, <clears throat> basically our dad was, um, the relationship with our dad was one that we've started to build later in life. Um, our dad was always the family structure. Our family structure was always one where, our dad had to leave the house, like literally leave where we were. So we grew up in Lagos, Nigeria. He left Lagos, Nigeria. Sorry, he left Lagos. He was in Nigeria, but he left Lagos and had to travel outside of Lagos to be able to work, to be able to fend for his family. And obviously growing up, you don't necessarily understand that. You just know that, okay, daddy comes and daddy goes. We don't necessarily know why. We know, okay, well, we knew, we knew he was going away for work, but we didn't really understand like why he had to make those decisions or why he had to make those sacrifices to leave, you know, because I'm sure for him at the time, it was either I stay with my family here and struggle to find work or I have an offer waiting for me where I'm guaranteed a certain amount of money. I'm guaranteed to be able to take care of my family um, and I, I can come visit my family um, at um, within a certain time frame and then go back to work. So obviously he chose the latter option to go away, work, and then come back to visit his family. But we growing up, or let me just speak for myself, me growing up as a woman, I didn't really understand that. And then when I grew older, I started to, well, as I grew older, I knew there was this emotional void that was missing. There was this, um, um, I don't want to say hunger or thirst because it makes it sound like, it makes it sound thirsty. But there was that void that was missing, that emotional void where I couldn't, I, 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 I wanted a kind of a father figure. I wanted like a, a male figure to fill that void but it wasn't there and I didn't understand it I just knew it was there I knew there was that void but I didn't understand why that void was there so obviously not having that emotional relationship not building that emotional relationship with my dad because I mean I spoke to my dad don't get me wrong I spoke to my dad every night we'll speak on the phone and stuff like that but it wasn't like him being present there were times where my dad would come back to Lagos and you know I remember my dad taking me to the bookshop to buy me books to read my dad actually gave me I think my first book that I ever read which dad poured out he's like take this read read this um he'll take us to the dentist like you know he'll take us to friend's house and stuff like like that so some things that my mom didn't do my dad did but it wasn't every time because it was always when he came home and he would come home on like holidays like Christmas New Year Salah because we're Muslims well I used to be Muslim so he'll come home on like holidays like that but it wasn't freaking it frequent it wasn't one of those things where 
I slept and I woke up and I saw my dad every morning and stuff like that. No, it was more or less like within a space of like six months or whatever the case is, then I'll see my dad. Or whenever we go over to go visit on summer holidays, which usually was like the months of July and August, and then we'll come back to Lagos and then, you know, life continues as per usual. So I didn't necessarily understand that emotional but I knew that it was there but I didn't understand why it was there growing up so I didn't have that emotional connection with my dad for the longest time and then I saw how um, because of that emotional but I saw how it translated into me wanting to give my all to um, other people like to guys on the outside it was almost like I had to prove myself because in my head I started to figure out that I, I, I wasn't good enough that maybe that was why my dad was always away I wasn't good enough and that's why I had to like almost like I had to prove myself to these people I had to go the extra mile to prove that oh I can cook I'm a wife material I'm this I'm that because I just because I felt like my dad just always left he was never there right so when I turned 23 this was after i had my first son i turned 23 i think that was around the time that i left my son's dad because i started to i think at that point in time i started to um life started to come at me differently i started to see things differently first off now i'm leaving my son's dad which is not something that i had seen or something that i was familiar with because everybody in my family um, stayed together regardless of whatever it is they stayed together especially when children became like children were involved they stayed together so I thought that was gonna be my own story but two years after my son was born I knew that I didn't want to be with his father I knew that I didn't want to spend the rest of my life with his dad so I took the plunge and I decided to split it's like okay you know what I'm done I'm not interested in this again so I started to see life differently because now I had made this decision not to stay with the father of my child so I started to see life differently. I started to see things differently. Then at that point in time, I realized that this emotional void that I felt inside of me, this lack of emotional connection that I did not have with my dad was actually affecting the way that I was choosing guys because I was choosing guys based off of what I thought was important. I was choosing guys based off of what... I had been shown I was choosing guys based off of you know just the ability to be able to take care of the family and then every other thing was just gonna fall back on me which wasn't healthy for me so at that point in time I had to unlearn the things that I had learned about guys and all that good stuff and then I remember also at that point in time I had some kind of resentment um, building resentment towards my dad because I'm like why did you do this? Why did you leave us? Why did you do this? And blah, 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 and stuff like that. Obviously, I didn't understand why he left. I didn't understand why he wasn't so present. I didn't understand why he wasn't there for us at every point in time. I didn't understand why um, I didn't wake up every day and see my dad or my dad couldn't drop me off at school every day and why I couldn't have conversations with my dad, you know. I didn't understand all that stuff. So for me, it was just anger. I'm like, why did you leave us? This is all going like, this is all the things I'm thinking about. And I'm just seeing like, man, so because because if maybe if, if you were here, maybe things that have been different, maybe I could have been able to talk to you about certain things or at least I could have seen that emotional side 
and at least I wouldn't have been um I wouldn't be it would I wouldn't give I, I wouldn't be as as um as that void wouldn't determine I would I would be able to make better decisions with regards to pigment basically. But as time went on I I had to I I I I believe I'm one of those people that I have been I've been blessed with the grace of understanding. I had to understand why my dad made those decisions. And today I'm grateful for those sacrifices that he made because like I mentioned earlier it was either he stayed in Lagos to take care of his family like to be present with his family which don't get me wrong is possible i mean i don't know what the circumstances were then i don't know the exact details or whatever the case is but he could have stayed in lagos he might have gotten a job maybe he might not have gotten a job in his field or maybe he might not have gotten a well-paying job i don't know but he had to make a sacrifice so it was either staying in lagos and you know do whatever it is that he needs to do and just be there with his family or leave lagos go outside of lagos and earn more money and you know still be able to take care of his family and have his children over at certain times of the year and then he come over as well but then the sacrifice would be not waking up with his family every day or having to send his children off to school every day in the morning or you know his children coming back home to see him every day and all that good stuff so i had to understand why he made those sacrifices and for me when i understood that it helped me be more compassionate he helped me be less expectant of him doing certain things which really brings me to my point on the um podcast today which is that issue that like not no it's not an issue but that um place of understanding just being able to understand you know sometimes we we're hard on ourselves sometimes we're hard on other people sometimes we expect so much from people we want to put people we we put people on pedestals and give them this you know high and mighty standards that they have to reach and sometimes these people don't even know how to reach these standards they don't even know how to give you what it is that you're demanding of them and the truth is if somebody doesn't know how to give you what you want or what you're demanding of them then they can't give it to you and this is where i am a huge believer in the understand like in understanding and knowing where somebody's coming from because if somebody doesn't know how to cook they can't give you food and i'm using cook i'm i'm using cooking because cooking is like the like the most basic example that i can use right now but if somebody doesn't know how to cook they can't give you food you can't demand them to make this and make that kind of dish and make this type of dish because they don't even know how to cook and this is where you have to understand okay how did this person grow up what did this person experience when they were growing up who was there to teach them and i'm not saying that this person who doesn't know how to cook i'm not saying it's an excuse for them to remain for the rest of their lives and not learn how to cook they can learn how to cook there's so many resources out there today but i'm just saying that when you can understand people when you can understand people's situation their background what shapes their decision making process you're able to have compassion for them you're able to reduce your expectation for them or their your expectation of them and what they expected to do and how they expected to perform you're able to take them off of that pedestal and just look at them as a human being i just know that like Yes, they have. They, yes, they, 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 you know, they, they. Yes, it's, it's, it's required of them for them to change certain habits. However, if they do, if, if they don't, if they don't perform as 
you think they should perform, you have that compassion and you, you, you're able to, you're able to understand that they're trying you're able to see the changes they're making and you're able to understand that they're trying now it's one thing for you to acknowledge and say okay you know what i didn't know how to do this and just remain there and just be like well that's how i am i didn't know how to do that i'm not gonna learn Mm -mm. no that's not what we're talking about and it's another thing for you to say you know what i didn't know how to do this however i'm willing to learn i'm opening to learn i want to learn how to do it i want to learn how to you know replace those habits i want to unlearn what i have learned and i want to learn new things so if you find somebody if you're in that space where you're with somebody or you find somebody or you have a relationship with somebody where that person is actually trying because they didn't know how to do certain things just have that grace of understanding instead of coming at them hard instead of coming at them with aggression instead of coming at them with lack of compassion like just appreciate the fact that they're even getting themselves into that process of being able to do what it is that they that, that that's required of them being able to change being able to learn new things because change is one of the hardest things like it's not the easiest things to up yourself out of your comfort zone out of what you know out of the people that you know your environment and then go into something new it's hard because you don't know what to expect you know a lot of people just like to do the routine and know okay this is what i do this is what i'm expecting this is how it's going to turn out and stuff like that but just being able to up yourself out of that space into something new, not knowing what to expect and just, you know, allowing yourself to be vulnerable and just knowing that you can be hit by different currents and different waves, but regardless of whatever it is, you'll be fine. Like That's a lot of respect. Like I respect you for doing that. So basically the um, conversation today is just that grace of understanding, being able to understand people's pains, being able to understand where somebody's coming from being able to understand their struggles, being able to understand, like, it's not easy for them. (laughs) I feel like people just look at you, people just think that it's easy. And I guess this is also where communication comes in, being able to have conversations about, you know, stories, about, you know, your background and about how you grew up, about the circumstances that surrounded some of the decisions, some of the decisions that you made that led, that led you into where you are today or into being the person that you are today. Just being able to have those conversations, you know, it breeds understanding. And then you as a person who's in the conversation is to always remember that, okay, this person is a work in progress, you know, this pro because even you yourself that even you yourself, you're also a work in progress. You know, this person is a work in progress. They're trying their possible best. They're trying their hardest. They're doing what it is. They're getting themselves out of that space. They're doing, they're taking steps every day. They're making strides every day to be able to, um, make a difference, to be able to do something differently. So if you're currently listening to this and this is resonating with you, I'd like to hear um, from you. I'd like to hear um, I'd like to hear from you. Let's have a conversation. Um, are you one of those people who um, you understand like that grace of understanding and I think it's it's a gift. <laughs> I honestly think it's a gift because some people just come it's, it's almost like they don't want to listen and I've experienced such people before. It's almost like they don't want to listen. It's like, "Oh, you're just giving excuses. Oh, you're just giving excuses." But the truth is, it's not an excuse. If you come from somewhere where you don't know again, like you don't know how to cook, 
I can't give you food if I don't know how to cook. <laughs> like, stop asking me for food. I'm not going to be able to give you food. Now, do I want to learn how to cook? Obviously. Do I want to learn how to change that? Yes, of course. However, stop asking me for food because I can't give you. I can't cook. Hello? Like, how many times did I tell you? I was never taught how to cook. My mother didn't teach me how to cook. I was never put in a position where I could cook. You know, obviously, those are not necessarily excuses because you're an adult now. Learn and unlearn. But I'm just saying, it just breeds that passage for compassion, for not expecting too much. So if you're listening to this right now, I'd like to hear from you. Um, are you one of those people who, are you in that space where you just need to be understood? You just feel like, man, I've just been through too much and I just feel like nobody understands me. Nobody understands my pain. Nobody understands my struggle. Everybody just wants me to perform. Or are you on the other side where you're like, you know what? I understand and I, 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 I have that grace of understanding and I use it to help people grow i use it to help i use it to help people grow i use it to help people get outside of their comfort zone and make whatever change that they need to make as long as that other person is willing so let's have a conversation i'd like to hear from you um we you can always message us on our uh, social media our instagram is at the god factor podcast you can always email us it's the god factor podcast at gmail.com and um Facebook is at Abiola Marconjola, and it's spelled A B as in Bravo, I O L as in Lada A. Last name is M as in Mama A, K A N as in November, J U O L as in Lada A. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to have a conversation and um, let's talk, let's chat. Um, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for stopping by. Um, don't forget to share. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to comment. Don't forget to subscribe. I appreciate your time. I appreciate everything that you put into just, you know, making this podcast grow every day. Thank you so much and have yourself an amazing rest of your week. Bye.